You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots, you know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. We have a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. And let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you, and you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, or com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Well, I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money. I personally work with you, even if you don't have any needs today. Save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, and yes... We celebrate every day on Ron Siegel Radio. I like to celebrate. Now, sometimes our celebrations of the day, they leave a little bit to be desired, but I watched this one, and it's going to be a fascinating one once again today. National Swap Ideas Day. I got a bad feeling about this. National School Picture Day. It is what it is. Kind of hard right now. Social distancing. I wonder if they can take. Wonder if you can take your mask off to take school pictures. And even having beaten anorexia, I don't know about this one. It's National TV Dinner Day. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be excited about that one at all. But it is what it is. So we'll we'll uh, we'll keep on watching and see if we can come back with some good ones. Uh, although. I do notice that on the 12th, it is chocolate milkshake day. So we might have to start celebrating that one a little bit early. Let's take a look at what's going on in the markets. The Dow Jones down 80 points right now. NASDAQ is up 28. S&P 500 is down 4.5. Been a topsy-turvy market. We've seen some good stuff going on in the markets today. But right now, as I am chatting with you, as we are recording this broadcast, I know that there's different times throughout the day that you'll be hearing this broadcast, but that's the numbers as I speak right now. Take a look at what's going on in the world right now. You know, I saw this article and I thought it was fascinating, so I thought, yeah, I think I'll share it with you. How's this? Think about this one. Uh, financial advice from Basketball Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal. And, you know, somebody's got some pretty sound advice. If you could do it, it would be great. I don't know that everybody has the discipline or the desire to do this, but I like the idea. So basically his advice, and he does this in a demonstration. He doesn't do it with a $100 bill, but he probably could. So he takes a piece of paper, says, uh, let's use our imagination. Close your eyes, boys and girls, as long as you are not driving. 
take that hundred dollar uh, 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 piece of paper. Assume it is a one hundred dollar bill. Rip it in half, he says. You save fifty. You can play with the other fifty. But the difference between rich and wealthy is you rip the fifty in half. And with the twenty-five, you can do whatever you want. But with that other twenty-five, save it. Elaborate analogy demonstration taught O'Neill to attempt saving 75% of his earnings for taxes, retirement, investment, long-term savings. In fact, according to Shaq, his savings plan enabled him to avoid touching the $40 million deal he signed with the Orlando Magic in 1992. Don't know whether it's still true to this day, but at one point, it was a, a I heard Shaq say that he had never, ever spent any money that he earned playing basketball. Obviously, other than that first signing bonus, a million dollars he spent in the first day buying a couple of cars and paying off his mother's home, bought himself some jewelry. But he basically said that he saved all the money that he made playing basketball, and he lived off of or spent the money that he made from his endorsement deals. I don't know what he's doing now based on uh, having playing doing a commentary but basically, at the time of the article I'm looking at, and it's about a year-old article, Shaq's net worth was about 700, or he made $700 million playing basketball. Now he's on the board, obviously, of Papa John's. I wonder how much pizza he eats. But I thought it was a fascinating story, a fascinating interest, because so many basketball players, most people don't, don't know this, even with all the money that the athletes make, I think the last time I looked at it, I believe the number was basketball players are broke after four years from the from the time they leave the game. Well, you can understand why, because if you look at what most of them make, they don't make the money that Shaq made, but they do have a tendency to spend the money that Shaq spent. So when you think about spending a million dollars in one day, he bought two Mercedes-Benz cars, paid off his mom's house, and bought jewelry for himself. Now, think about your salary. Think about your household salary, because I know that the average household salary is about 53000 Think about that number, and think about the fact that Shaq spent a million dollars in a day, and divide that by 53000 That's 18, almost 19 years worth of the average American households or the median household salary or income in the U.S. 19 years he spent it in a day. And I think a lot of athletes, I shouldn't say I think, I know a lot of athletes spend that, that way. They think that the money is going to last forever. They think that they are, well, here's the issue. Most athletes, did, they got babied through school. They didn't have to perform like many others do because the schools put them on a pedestal. They wanted to make sure that they were on the field, they were on the court, they were on the diamond, whatever it is, that they were playing the sport that they had recruited them or wanted them to play. And they really don't care about the athlete. They don't care about the individual. So as an individual, you know, they, they just didn't have the education that many do, yet... So people put them on a pedestal and think that they have all the answers to everything, LeBron James, right? So why is it any surprise that very shortly after they finish playing ball, they're broke, right? They go out, they think that they're going to continue making that money. They, they, they have a, a 
false sense of reality. When you see a guy like Kaepernick who decides that he's going to hold out because his contract or he's going to opt out of his contract with San Francisco that still had a $10 million paid chunk to it. And I, I don't know. He might be making money from the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know. He may have other contracts, endorsements now. But a lot of athletes, they opt out of contracts too early. And it turns out that it bites them in the rear because they don't make that kind of money after the fact. Why don't they make that money after the fact? They didn't get the education, and they don't have a marketable skill. Now, Shaq, I've read about, has a complete different philosophy. Yes, he did promise his mother when he left, uh, I think it's LSU, when he left early, that he'd go back and get his degree. I did read that he did exactly that. So he did take it upon himself to get educated, and he followed some good financial guidance. I know a friend of mine that he's been on the broadcast, I won't mention names, but when he represents athletes, half their or half of their money has to go into an annuity. Now, can they break the annuity? Yes. But his goal is, is to protect them from themselves so that they don't go out and spend a million dollars a day. I know another athlete that used to say that they would that Tuesday in the NFL was shopping day, and people would spend some of these guys would be spending three thousand to a hundred thousand dollars every Tuesday. Well, your, your lifespan, your career in the NFL is not very long. In fact, it could be over next week. A lot of these people are not trained to save some of that money, to put it away and think about what after, after, the, after sports. Why? Because they're a depreciable asset to the owners. Right? As long as you can get on the field, as long as you can play the game, you're the greatest guy in the world. Once you're not able to perform, we'll see you. We're going to the next guy. And they're not, they didn't get educated along the way. That's just the way athletics are. Yet a lot of people tend to put them on a pedestal and think that these guys are the smartest people in the world. Well, no, they've just got a different skill set, and their skill set is going to be diminished. Just throw that out there for you to think about. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events. And the financial markets. When we come back, i got a fascinating broadcast for you today. I thought I would go through because there are so many people out shopping and looking for new homes. What I wanted to do was go through and make sure that you've got all the education you need about the home loan process. There's a lot of terms that come through the process. And a lot of people think that they understand them. And I end up answering the exact same questions over and over and over again. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through and answer them one more time. Yes, we do know that there'll be more than just once, but we're going to answer those, a lot of them today. And then in some instances, people will be able to, or have the opportunity to go back and just take a look at what we had to say. And we'll education, home buyer traffic on the rise. You can reach me anytime, our off-air number 800-306-1990-800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio on Twitter, at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? 
Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey and the area trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Did you know that banks and credit bureaus are rewarded financially if you have bad credit? And the worse your credit score is, the more money they can make off of you? How does that make you feel knowing that banks are getting rich off of your hard-earned money? How does it make you feel knowing that if a bank or a credit bureau makes a mistake on your credit report, they benefit from it and it hurts you? The Fair Credit Report Act of 1971 requires banks and credit bureaus to report only accurate information and nearly 100% of all credit reports are inaccurate. If you're sick and tired of being broke and tired of being robbed by the banks, you owe it to yourself and to your family to call Rondi. Rondi is a FICO-certified credit professional and has helped thousands of people just like you get out of debt and establish great credit. Rondi's number is 855-608-1990. Again, that's 855-608-1990. Or visit creditsanitizer.com. Again, that website is creditsanitizer.com. Are you a veteran, own a home, and need money? The Siegel Lending Team is here to help veterans refinance and get the money they need. The VA 100 lets you borrow up to 100% of your home's value, refinance your mortgages, consolidate credit cards, and lower your payments by an average of $700 a month. And the Siegel Lending Team knows that character means more than a credit score. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Rate subject exchange without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations, NMLS 21037, and DRE number 0186942. Are you a veteran, police officer, firefighter, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, you qualify as one of Ron Siegel's VIP heroes, and we have rewards up to $5,000 or $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with one of the Ron Siegel Radio Partners. As one of the heroes, real estate agents will rebate part of their commission, lending partners will give a credit at closing, the title company has special published rates, and many other service providers have incentives too. All you need to do is call Ron Siegel Radio at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit VIPHeroProgram.com. Just think about what you will do with all the rebates and incentives from the partners of Ron Siegel Radio. Just call us at 800-306-1990 so we can show you our appreciation for your service. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990, the Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next loan, the next home, refinancing, debt consolidation, well, Gold Star, they've got the programs for you. All you got to do is make the call, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. Again, uh, we look at all these different numbers for you. I'm just trying to get some of them up on the screen. 
so that you can have all the different information you need to make a the best decision possible for you and your family. So that's that's our our focus here at Ron Siegel Radio is to make sure that you have all the best information. Let's take a look at what's going on in that mortgage minute mortgage market. We start out always by looking at where the stock market is. Dow Jones down now 62 points. NASDAQ is up 10 points. S&P 500 down 4.86. 10-year Treasury has gone up a bit. It's up one basis point. 0.71 is the number today. Mortgage-backed securities, they're up a little bit, which means interest rates are down ever so slightly. we got all kinds of news coming out this morning. That's why we're sharing why the markets are doing what they are. The initial jobless claims for last week. Showed 884,000 individuals filed unemployment benefits for the very first time. This was unchanged from the prior week. While continuing claims or those continuing to receive benefits worsened or increased by 893,000 to 13.4 million. Claims under 1 million has been celebrated by the media, but are things getting better? Well, finally, the cannabis, our CNBC, they're actually finally catching on to some of the things we've been sharing with you for a little while. So we talk about the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, PUA, that are not captured in the headline and can be applied for when regular unemployment benefits expire or for people that usually would not be approved for unemployment benefits like gig workers and contractors. Those claims, which are separate in addition to the headline claims, totaled 839,000 last week. Continuing PUA claims increased by a million after increasing by 2.6 million last week. Being that it's September, people could be falling off the regular benefits and applying for PUA benefits, which means we are not really seeing an improvement in just a people and just people expiring from regular insured benefits and then transferring to that PUA. Total people receiving some type of benefits around 29 million, which would bring the real time estimate of unemployment rate around 17%. Big difference from the BLS unemployment number of 8.4%, but we know there are many factors influencing it. This more real-time figure of 17%, pretty simple. Take the amount of people who are receiving an unemployment benefit divided by the labor force of 161 million people. Pretty simple stuff right there. Largest increases, obviously, Calizuela, 237,000. Biggest increase right there. Producer price index for the month of August was released. Headline PPI increased 0.3%, which was slightly higher than the 0.2% expected. On a year-over-year basis, headline PPI increased from negative 0.4 to negative 0.2. Core rate, which strips out food and energy, was up 0.4% in August and increased from 0.3% to 0.6% year-over-year. The more important consumer price index report, which measures inflation on the consumer level, will be out tomorrow. So we watch that one for you. Let me get you the other number of the day. It is a big one that we get every Thursday morning. This one is the Freddie Mac Mortgage Market Survey for today. 30-year interest rate, 2.86 with a 0.8 payment. That's a discount payment to get that rate. Last year, this week, 3.56. You're paying a half to get it. Last week, 2.93. You're paying... Again, 810. So we're down 56, 60, almost 5 eighths, a little over 5 eighths of a point from where we were last year. Have you looked at refinancing if you got a new home last year? 
Again, that's the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. So as I mentioned to you earlier, we're going to do some uh, education with Ron today. That's our focus, education with Ron. We're going to actually go through and we're going to talk about what are some of the terms you need to understand when we're talking about doing a home loan. So let's, uh, we'll, we'll basically start from the very beginning. How about the application? So there's two different types of ways to think about a home loan application. One of them ways is just filling out the paperwork and you say, I have applied. There is a legal definition of an application as well. And it means that you've got to have a property, you've got to have income, you've got to have, uh, there's six different factors within that. So you have to know these six different factors. Once those six factors are supplied to a lender, by law, the lender has three days to send you a, a loan estimate telling you what the program is and what the costs are. Does that mean that your rate is locked? No. And we'll talk about rate locks in a minute, but that does not mean your rate is locked, but it does that document will tell you precisely what the, the terms are of the loan. And I want to go into that as well as far as far, in a minute talking to you about what the uh, what that document is. But the loan application is is like I say, there's two different uh, terminologies for or, or a loan application. One of them again is just saying, "Hey, I, I've applied." The other one is having the property address, the estimated value, the name of the borrower. Uh, credit information, social security number, income, and the loan amount. Those are the things that mean there is actually a what they call a trid triggered loan application. So you need to understand just that part of it. That's the loan application. Once you have a trid triggered loan application, then again you've got that three day window to for the lender if they're following the laws to get you uh, disclosures. Okay, so now let's talk about loan disclosures. So loan disclosures are basically a set of documents that the lender will go through and tell you about the loan program and what they initially know about you. Now, the, the disclosures are what I refer to as a rough draft. They're a rough draft of the loan process, but they do put limitations on the lender, they do not put limitations on the borrower. So even though you might sign these loan disclosures, you are not obligated to that loan at that time. Now, again, according to the, the rules of the game, you're not supposed to be charged for anything prior to loan disclosures or loan estimate. They might call it an LE, it's all the same thing. Loan disclosures, loan estimate, or LE, all the same. You're not supposed to be charged anything until you've got that loan estimate. Now, the way the laws work is you can shop for certain items on the loan estimate. There are certain items that you cannot shop for. If it's an item that you're not allowed to shop for, well, then the lender is fixed at that price quote. They can't charge you more than that price quote if it's something that they're not gonna let you charge for because supposedly, 
they already know the numbers. They're not allowed. You're not. It's you're not shopping. So if the expenses go above those numbers, then it is the lender's obligation to pay the difference above those numbers. If the expenses come in below that, well, they're supposed to charge you the lower amount, the actual amount. So in many instances, you're some lenders will over-disclose is what they say, over-disclose. The idea of over-disclosing is that way if there's an error, they're covered or they can the estimate is higher and then they bring it down at the closing time. There, the other part of it are items that you can shop for and those items you can go and you might have an escrow company that the lender is quoting based on their fees, but you may say, hey, you know something, I don't want that escrow company. I want a different escrow company. Well, if that's the case, it may be that you can you can do well. You can do that, depending upon if it's a purchase. On the contract may not allow that. It may be con negotiated within the contract that you've got to use a specific title and escrow company. But if it's an item that's on the disclosures that says you can shop for it, then there within certain tolerances, then you can those numbers can be changed. So again, there's only within certain tolerances the numbers can change. So that's a, again, it's a rough draft. Why do I say it's a rough draft? Well, all the information that's on there is information that either the lender has gleaned through conversation or through a credit report. We'll talk about that in a minute. Or the or you've shared or you've, you've put on the application. It's going to all be verified through the process, through either processors or underwriters. You may say that you earn $1,000 a month. But when the underwriter looks at the income, they say they can only verify $975 a month. So they'll change that to the correct number. You might say that I get a certain amount of money in commissions. But when the underwriters look at that or the processors look at that and they get the verifications of employment, the VOEs, the verifications back, they may say, well, we can only verify this amount because they haven't been getting commissions or bonuses or, or whatever long enough to fit guidelines. So those disclosures are gonna be changing. The application is gonna be changing throughout the process. It is a rough draft. The application itself, known in the industry as a 1003, you're gonna get another copy of that at the when you go to sign your loan documents. And that's gonna be a more accurate representation of the numbers that were used to qualify you for the loan. So that's just, a, that is the loan uh, disclosures right there, loan estimate, LE, all of those are the same term. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets when we come back. More Mortgage 101 with Ron, and we'll also talk about some home numbers. You can reach me anytime, our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio on Twitter, at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. 
Single lending team offers you buying power. Let's say you can afford a monthly mortgage payment, including principal and interest, of around $1,900. With today's rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage of 3.75%, APR 3.85%, that payment could support a $416,000 mortgage. But if you wait and rates tick up to around 6.5%, which is roughly the average home mortgage rate over the past 30 years, that same $1,900 mortgage payment, including principal and interest, may only be able to support a $314,000 mortgage. That's over $100,000 worth of home. You're missing out on by waiting. That's buying power. All you need to do to get started is reach out to the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance. Call us for full details. 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or SiegelLendingTeam.com. Equal housing lender. Licensed under NMLS number 217037. Are you purchasing or own a luxury home? If you're like so many others, your home is your largest asset and the mortgage is your largest debt. The Siegel Lending Team has some amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates below 4%, 15-year rates near 35 and, if you can believe it, 7-year interest-only hybrids in low threes. The Siegel Lending Team has all the options for your jumbo or second home loan requirements. Take advantage of them while you can. To learn more about all the other financing products available from the Siegel Lending Team, call 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Again, call 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 1455502. Equal Housing Lender. Homeowners that are 62 and older are about to find out a great way to live a better retirement. It's called a reverse mortgage, and SLT can help you learn more. Call the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990 right now to receive your free booklet with no obligation. It answers questions like how a reverse mortgage works, how much you qualify for, the ways to receive your money, and more. When you call the experts at Siegel Lending Team today, You'll learn the benefits of a government-insured reverse mortgage, how it will eliminate your monthly mortgage payments, and give you tax-free cash from the equity in your home. Here's the best part. You still own your home. Now is the best time to take control of your retirement. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990 to get your free brochure. Call today or visit our website at SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com or simply call 800-306-1990. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions, as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800 306 306 1990, the real-time real estate segment today being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest, SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. And yes, as I tell you all the time, this free report, yes, free report, will tell you what the county recorder knows about your property. It will tell you 
what the market believes about your property. And again, did I, did I happen to mention that it's a free report that you can get from your friends here at Ron Siegel Radio? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. And we'll chat a little bit about home traffic, home buyer traffic. It's on the rise. One of the biggest surprises of 2020 is the resilience of the residential real estate market. Lawrence Yoon, Chief Economist of the National Association of Realtors, is now forecasting that homes, that more homes will sell this year than last year. He's also predicting home sales to increase by 8 to 12% next year. There's strong evidence that he'll be right. Showing time, a leading showing software and market stat service, uh, market stat service provider for the residential real estate industry just reported on their latest showing time showing index. Easy for me to say. Quote, Home buyer traffic jumped again in July, recording a 60.7% year-over-year increase in nationwide showing activity, unquote. That means there are 60% more buyers setting appointments to see homes than there were at this time last year. The number of potential purchasers was also up dramatically in every region of the country. The Northeast was up 76.6%. The West up 56 point seven percent midwest up 52.1 percent south was up 46.7 percent the housing market is showing a v-type recovery showing time also indicates the real estate market has already come back from the downturn earlier this year that was caused by shelter in place orders if you're watching us on ron Siegel radio tv or on our am 1490 kmet abc news and talk feed You'll see the chart that we are showing right now with year-over-year numbers for every region on a monthly basis. And you can see how that number is focusing in for everyone there. We're way ahead of where we were. Whoops, my computer screen, my monitor went a little quick. We're way ahead of where we were at this time last year. This data validates the thoughts of Frank Martell, president and CEO of CoreLogic, who recently noted, and I quote again, on an aggregated level, the housing economy remains rock solid despite the shock and awe of the pandemic. Bottom line, if you're thinking about selling your house, this may be a great time to get the best price for your property. Why? Well, because your property is in demand. There's not as many buyers as there are. There's not as many sellers as there are buyers. And that is the reason that you end up getting some better numbers that's the real-time real estate segment, again, brought to you by the area-trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. So we've been going through and chatting about some of the number, the, the terms that you're going to find in a real estate or a home loan process. And as you know, I always say this, strategy beats rate every single time. So let's continue with our journey on documentations. Document requests. My belief is, is that a great lender is going to have a systematized method of requesting documents from you. They're going to have an idea of the vast majority of all the documents that you're going to need. And it's going to probably be amongst these more or less, you know, copy of your identification. You may or may not need a copy of your social security number. Couple months worth of bank statements, a couple years worth of tax returns, W-2s, 1099s, K-1s. If you own more than 24.9% of businesses, you'll need two years of business returns. Again, all of these things are most, they're not always because there are always some, some um, 
exceptions. Uh, you're going to need your, if you're, if you've got properties, you're going to need a copy of the mortgage statement for any property you have. You'll need a copy of the homeowners association statements, homeowners insurance declaration page. All of these different documents will be, again, on a checklist or on a portal for you just to dra drag and drop the information in there. But you're going to be able to supply all of those document requests. And it is just to make sure that, the, that you are who you say you are and the reporting that's being done between you and the loan officer is accurate so that the file can be ultimately either monetized, sold, or put into a portfolio with accurate information. The more documents that you provide up front, generally the less documents you're going to need at the end. Credit report. So you're also going to be looking at the, 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 the lender will need a credit report. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac request a credit report be in the file. They're going to request FICO scores be in the file. The credit report is going to tell the lending company a lot of different data. It's going to tell them not only your FICO scores, which does get used for pricing purposes. It's going to tell them about your pay history. It's going to tell them if you've ever, if and when you've had lates. It'll tell you if there's any public records or collections. It's also going to talk about your liabilities. So the liabilities are going to go into the debt to income ratio, and that all comes from the credit report. I know that you know all your credit items, all your liability items. When In the lending process, they look at the credit report as being the gospel for that document, for that data. The appraisal. What is an appraisal? What does it mean? And is it all binding? So the appraisal is an independent third party's evaluation of the collateral, the property being acquired. Does that mean that that's the value that you believe the property is worth? No. Does it believe the value that the seller believes the property is worth? No. From that standpoint, the value is what a willing buyer will pay a willing seller. What the appraisal does is it goes out and gives, based on specific criteria, a value of what a lender is going to value the property at. The lender is going to use that lien to, to loan money. And you may or may not have underpaid or overpaid for the property. That's your choice. But what they want is a scientific method of determining the value of the property. The, the appraisal and the appraiser, who's a licensed individual as well, We'll go and look at past sales. Those are called comps or com comparables. They're going to look at market trends. Are we in a, a rising market or a declining market? They're going to look at the bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, usable square footage, lot, and condition. As compared to those comparable properties, they'll do additions and subtractions based on how the property compares to these other properties. Now, you may decide that say the appraisal comes back at 400000 and you decided that you were going to pay 410000 Yes, you can do that. But the loan amount and the loan to value will be based on that $400,000 value. So if you've got a 20% down payment, what the, the lender is going to say is the property is worth 400000 They want to see $80,000 down. And in this example, 
you're going to need to come up with the extra 10,000. So it's going to be 90,000 to you, but the loan is going to be worth based on that 40,000, 80% of that 320,000. That's the way the lender is going to work. And that's how the appraisal works. Generally, it's going to take about a week to get the appraisal back, depending upon market conditions. It could be shorter or longer. The appraisal is actually ordered for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac purposes. The appraisal, and a lot of other lenders, portfolio lenders, they don't have to, but they follow the same guidelines. The appraisal is ordered through an appraisal management company. They don't want the loan officer to go and find his friend and ask him to appraise the property. They don't want the mortgage broker to go and find their friend or the, 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 the realtors to go and find their friends to appraise the property. Now, they can do that for the purposes of divorce and estate planning or estate settlement. There, in those instances, there may be the direct hire of the appraiser. But for lending purposes, the, the lenders are going to contact an appraisal management company. The appraisal management company will then hire, unbeknownst who it is, to the lender. They're going to hire an appraiser from an approved list, or there might be a blackball list that the investors may look at. Certain investors say, we won't ex ex accept any appraisals done by XYZ individual or XYZ company. But for the most part, the appraisal management company hires an appraiser. The appraiser does the work, sends the appraisal document back to the appraisal management company. The appraisal management company refuses it for quality control. They send it back to the lender. The lender's company will then review it for quality control purposes again. And then it should be distributed to you. And you can, can opt to waive that distribution to you. You can opt to waive a three-day waiting period from them getting that. Or you can just accept it however you like, however you set that up. That is the appraisal, and you are listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, more Mortgage 101 terms with Ron Siegel Radio. You, you can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsiegelradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsiegelradio on Twitter, at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Most businesses struggle to get the online reviews they need to get a competitive edge over their competition. Rex is a brand new technology that uses text messages to direct happy clients to your online review sites. Zillow, Google, Facebook, and Yelp, and unhappy clients to a private survey so businesses can win more customers. Try Rex today by going to www.meetrex.com. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate loan below 4.25% APR? 
This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $295,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,400 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the SEPA Lending Team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal housing lender. Non-endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call the Ron Siegel Team at 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-application real estate plan. You'll be the judge if this is right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to reap at ronsegalradio.com or call today. Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. Subject change and without notice. Licensed by the California DOC and BRENMLS 217037 and 145502 and Cal BRE 01869452 and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. So we're continuing our discussion today on home loan strategies, home loan terms, the home loan process so that you understand what it's going to actually mean to you and your family. So once the once you we've and we've talked already about the loan application, the document request, credit report, loan disclosures, the loan estimate, the appraisal. Submit to underwriting. So when a loan is submitted to underwriting, the package has been put together by the processors, by the loan officer, by the loan officer's team, and it's ready to go to the underwriters. The underwriter's job is to go through and verify all the data that's in the package and make sure it conforms to the underwriting guidelines. Now, it could be Fannie Mae guidelines. It could be Freddie Mac guidelines. It could be a specific portfolio. But the underwriter's job is to go through and make sure that the everything is, is conforming and is verified. They might find that there's some things that they additional items they need. So the underwriter's job, again, they go through and they, they verify everything. They are an expert when it comes to guidelines. And if you ever want to look, if you ever want to have insomnia and you want to take a look at underwriting guidelines, they're hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages long, and they're consistently changing. So the underwriters have a very, very uh, tedious job, not something I would want to do, but they, they do have that task of making sure that the loan 
conforms to the guidelines that are set for the specific type of loan, whether it be a 30-year loan, a 15-year loan, uh, a home-ready, home-possible, FHA, VA, USDA, all of the different loan types. So all of these things are, are part of what's done when the loan is submitted to underwriting. Once the loan is submitted to underwriting, hopefully you're going to get a conditional loan approval. Conditional loan approval. What is a conditional loan approval? The underwriters now review the loan. They say, yes, we concur that the loan does conform to guidelines, but we need to have these items in the file to make this a fully packaged loan. And that's called conditions. There may be asset conditions. There may be income conditions. There could be property conditions, appraisal conditions, credit report conditions. They might want to know about different undisclosed debts. There might be inquiries on your credit report that need to be addressed. So they'll, they'll condition for that. It's called conditioning for it, meaning they need that information to be resubmitted or resupplied or actually supplied in many instances that it wasn't included in the file. Now, a lot of times the processors and most times processors and, and the loan officer team, they're going to try and figure out as many items as they can possibly figure out up front to minimize the number of conditions that come back from the underwriter. They want to touch the file as few times as possible for, number one, because it drives the borrowers crazy, having asked for, many, for all these documents and then getting to another list of documents. But it also just makes it more efficient for everybody. So the conditional approval, it'll also have maybe some conditions that are needed for the title company, for the escrow company. There may be some uh, I's that need to be dotted or T's that need to be crossed through the contract for the, if this is a purchase, the residential purchase agreement may have some, some issues that the, were not clear to the underwriter. So they may say, you know, something we're missing this addendum or, or we need additional information on X, Y, or Z. So that is the conditional loan approval. Earnest money deposit, or EMD. This is the money that if you're buying a property that you've given to the, the, the realtor or you've wired to escrow. Now, not cash. We don't deal in cash in real estate. It's either going to be a check given to the realtor. Many times they don't want checks, but they want to have a wire into escrow once the, the transaction or the, the contract is agreed to or fully executed meaning it's signed by all parties, all the counters are signed by all parties. So the earnest money deposit, that's another interesting document there, another piece of information there. So the earnest money deposit, that those are funds that, again, to start the purchase agreement. The lender, the investors, are going to want to trace that money, track that money. So if you had a wire go out from a bank account, well, that wire is going to document that money left the one account and went into the escrow account. They're going to want to make sure where did that money come from. So they're going to probably want to ask for the bank statement prior to that wire going out. So if a wire goes out on the 10th of September, 
they're going to probably want the bank statement that goes up through the 10th of September. And then they might ask for a transaction. Say that you're on a monthly basis. You got a statement on August, the end of August. They might then ask for a, a transaction report from the 1st of September through the 10th. And if you are docu pulling that off of the internet, they're going to ask you for, make sure to print that along with the URL that's either on the top or bottom of the page so that the underwriter knows exactly where that came from. They want to make sure that the money is coming out of an account that they've seen and that the account had enough sufficient funds. Basically, what they're looking to make sure is that you didn't borrow money to make that earnest money deposit, and then they have to figure out where did that money come from and what is the payment status of that. If it's going to be a gift funds, that's fine. Again, it just has to be documented for the underwriter. Depending on the program, that's fine as well. So that is the earnest money deposit. AUS, Automated Underwriting Service. This can be for Fannie Mae DU or LP if it's Freddie Mac, but it's just a, a program that the loan file is going to be run through to see if it's going to be from an underwriting, from an automated standpoint, is it approved, is it eligible? Is it not approved, is it not eligible? And that'll come back with that, and it'll also come back with certain conditions up front that do need to be addressed. So that's going to be the, the automated approval system. Interesting there. So so that's that's just getting you that information, AUS. And be aware that a good lender or good loan officer can make that AUS say whatever they want it to say. They can put in garbage in, garbage out as a basis. So don't take it as, as gospel. Sometimes errors are made and you come back with an ineligible. You find out after the fact that it is eligible because they had to make some changes to it. So that's, that's just a part of it. it all, AUS is just a starting point. And that also is the document that the underwriters are going to be working to. Because if you said that you earn $12,500 a month and that went into the AUS decisioning, approve eligible or prove ineligible, um, that's going to, they're going to want to make sure that the income was derived accurately. So that's what all of that's all about. So that is... A-U-S. Let's see what else. Clear to close. That's a, number, that's a, a document or a, a designation we always want to see. Clear to close. That means the underwriters have gone through. They've, they've underwritten the file. They've collected any conditions that were required. And they're saying, yeah, you're good to go. We've got a good loan. We're willing to do this loan based on the terms that we've all agreed to, documented. So the clear to close is a great uh, term or one of your favorite terms within the process. Closing disclosures in the waiting period. So according to Trade Again, closing disclosures need to be issued three days prior to loan documents. You sign them and then the three-day starting or waiting period goes, gives you all the terms again of the deal, of the transaction, so that you can question them. We don't want any surprises when you get loan documents or at the closing table. So that is also called the closing disclosure or CD. And again, it has a three-day waiting period before you're able to get loan documents from that. And unfortunately, I can't give you any more of the terms because we're out of time. And as always, we ask you, set that first radio preset button to come back here and join 
Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John and Sean, who are engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsiegelradio.com. And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio. I'd like to call him something I think I'll just call it a day Pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere